This is The OK Days, a podcast to change the way we talk about mental health. Conversations are about just that, how we can still find the more than okay. Listen in to hear your story within other shares. Hello, hello, Amelia and Lee Andrew. I am so excited to chat with you both today. Amelia was my teacher slash mentor in Hebrew school back in high school. And Lee Andrew is the founder of Unnamed Run Crew, a Boston-based running group on a mission to do good work. Together, they bring equity into fitness, wellness, and active spaces. Today, we are talking about community building, their runs for justice, and how they leave no runner behind. So friends, why don't you kick us off, either Leandrew or Amelia, why don't you tell us the story behind Unnamed Run Crew? I, I can take this one. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Well, thank you for having us. Um, yeah. I'm originally not from Boston. I, I grew up in Connecticut. I moved here in 2014. Um, it's definitely grown on me. It's definitely shaped <laughs> me in many ways. Um, my focus has always been uh, creating space and accessibility, mm. and running has always been my vehicle for change and disruption of the norm. Um, a name was started five years ago as a way to create safety, comfort, and joy for runners of color. Um, we meet weekly for runs around the city. Um, I truly believe that uh, running is the best way to see a city. Um, mm -hmm. You get all the sights and sounds. You get, like... The, the truly the land um mm. now with programming we've expanded to include uh cultural and social justice work through events like ride for brianna celebrating black owned and our new partnership with chinatown runners our chinatown solidarity runs mm. yes Th thank you so much um for sharing sharing that story i love how you um, spoke to what running means to you as well and how it has allowed you to explore cities. I'm wondering, Amelia, how did you find Unnamed Run Crew? Yeah, so I have been um, a casual runner for a while um, and enjoyed it a lot more than I thought when I started maybe four or five years ago. <laughs> um, and have always just been like curious about the running scene as a native Bostonian, the marathon, marathon Monday is my favorite day of the year. And it always has been for a myriad of reasons. And then after the bombing in 2013, uh, the way that Boston comes together around the marathon has just deepened my love for the day and for mm -hmm. my city um, with all of its complications. Um, mm -hmm. But I, um, I met Lee Andrew actually through Trillfit, which is where I work full-time, um, where I'm the sales and operations manager. Just a quick word about Trillfit. Trillfit is a <laughs> uh, Black-owned boutique fitness studio here in Boston that is on the intersection of fitness, uh, amazing hip-hop music, and radical inclusion. Um, we have been in operation since 2015, um, and Leandro is good friends with the, the CEO and founder, Heather White, um, and is an instructor with us. And so we met through, through actually through a fundraiser that Trillfit was doing called Trillfit for the People. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I started following Unnamed and um, and started learning a bit more about the work and was like, oh, I want to be involved in this. This is continuing my interest in in access and inclusion in the fitness space. Um, so that's sort of been my start of my journey and it's been mm. definitely been a fun beginning. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Leandro and Amelia, I have this thing for names. I love names. And I'd love to hear where the name unnamed run crew came from. It's actually funny. Um, <laughs> one of the originals from the crew, um, we were going back and forward um, and she sent me something to the likes of uh, when are we meeting up on this unnamed running project? And it was like all <laughs> ran in together and it kind of like stuck with me. And it was like, there was mm-hmm. something about the mystery of it. And I was like, yeah, you know, like, it doesn't usually happen like that the first time around and we we stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. I love that and it's it's become really part part of the group which which I really really love. Um I often also see running as a kind of like a sol- um solitary sport, but you have created such a powerful community. I'm wondering you shared a little bit before but what does running symbolize to both of you? Um so for me um, as uh, a woman in a larger body, running has symbolized like total freedom, and I, um, mm. and in a way, also just a connection to my to my myself and my body and my brain. Uh, I'm also someone who always has um, TV on the background. <laughs> That's like my yeah, um, which is not always great. Like my mind being quiet is not a thing for me. Um, mm. so when I'm running, I've found I can actually put music on or sometimes nothing on and, um, and I get some of my best ideas and have some of the mm. clearest thoughts when I'm running. Leandrew will often get a very breathy voice note from me being like, what do we need to do next month? Um, because I get really good, I get good ideas when I'm running and, um, Mm-hmm. And it's made me connect to my body and, and like be aware of my body in a completely different way. And then also just last thing is like a former singer, right? Breath mm-hmm. is so central to, I mean, it's central to all of us, but I've just spent a lot of my life thinking about breath and breathing. And obviously that's mm-hmm. been a huge part of my running. That's probably the most challenging thing about running for me is breath. Mm-hmm. So um, it connects me back to this kind of central part of, of who I am. Yeah. Definitely. And what about for you, Leandra? For me, um, I'll, I'll have to agree with Amelia about the freedom <laughs> piece. Running to me symbolizes freedom and like purpose and movement and being mm. able to freely move without limitation. Well, of course there, mm-hmm. there are some limitations, but we won't, we won't, mm. we won't get too in depth, but just the ability to get up and to walk and to run and to run races Mm. is a blessing. Um, Mm -hmm. Running offers me such a cathartic release. Um, I use running as a moment of clarity, a time to kind of sit with my thoughts and feelings. And um, I I often uh, make this joke uh, when I talk to my friends about running, uh, (laughs) as in like them not being runners. Um, It's like I'm Dr. Strange and I'm like, taking everything apart in the sky and like slowly <laughs> taking piece by piece and connecting this bigger picture. Um, yeah, there's nothing like it, truly. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you prefer running alone or like in a group like you're with unnamed? I mean, <laughs> um, I'm I'm always gonna enjoy uh, running with the crew, but sometimes yeah. the 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 uh, solo runs are uh, are needed for sure. It's like mm-hmm. I I love the uh, the long slow distance just getting up and saying, hey, I think I'm going to run 10 miles today and just kind of taking my time and just like slowly mapping it out together. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd say both. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And Amelia, any preference? I don't run with a group yet. I've done one run with one group one time. Right. Um, I am working on my self-consciousness around my pace. Um, working right now on really just getting a mile and feeling really solid about running a mile. Um, So I enjoy running by myself at the moment. Uh, But Mm -hmm. I have um, recently um, gotten myself uh, back on a bike. And so uh, for the Sunday runs that Unnamed does, I have been, I will be and have been riding alongside to bring up the rear and um, just be kind of part of the team while I'm getting my, my footing as it were uh, on the beat. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, when we first spoke, Leandra, you said something that really um, moved me, um, that you just want to do good work. Can you speak a little more? You shared this a little before, but can you speak a little more to that and um, your mission with the crew? Yeah. Um, I think um, outreach has always been a major component for Unnamed. Um mm. But I think the quarantine has kind of given me a lot of time to reflect and look at the bigger picture of what direction I'd like to put my energy into. Mm-hmm. Um, legacy is a really big piece for me. Um, mm-hmm. If you were to die tomorrow, mm-hmm. what do you want to be remembered for? Mm-hmm. So I am constantly thinking about, all right, so we're able to form community. Hey, we we were able to do outreach in a smaller scale. What is the next step? How do we lead the, how do we lead by example for the next mm-hmm. wave of change? So I think that's mm. that's been the biggest piece for me. Yeah. What do you want to be remembered mm. for? Mm. Hmm. Wow, that's a, that's a million dollar question. <laughs> um, I think I want to be remembered as someone that was able to identify a problem and was able to kind of start the wave of change within uh, the running community in Boston. And then, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, that's, that's, <laughs> a, ooh, that's a, <laughs> you hit me. I, was, I, was I like, know. Ooh. Um, I know you see I always ask the same question at the end of my podcast so we'll get there at the end but whenever people ask me it back it like throws me off because I'm just usually asking the questions so getting asked it back I really put you on the spot but you did good (laughs) let me let me uh let me marinate on that one (laughs) yeah Um, for sure Amelia. Yeah, as an educator, I think a lot about legacy, right? And um, I'll just be blunt, like having you come back and 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 mm-hmm. having all the, I'm going to get a little emotional, but um, watching <laughs> young people that I've taught over the years really do good things in the world. Um, mm. and, and sometimes, I mean, not that I had anything to do with it necessarily, 
but feeling like maybe I, I helped guide them along the way a little bit. That is, Mm -hmm. that's a big part of what I want to just continue to do is just help other people do good things too. Um, Like, yes, I want to do good, but Mm -hmm. I feel really empowered and happy when um, people say this conversation, this lesson, this trip, this thing that we Mm -hmm. did together um, was really impactful and sort of helped me along my way that that feels central to me. And, and some of that means creating communities and spaces where folks can live into their authentic selves that way. Um, that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think I want to be remembered for my passion and the work that we're doing right now to talk about mental health. Like technically we haven't, talked about it yet like we haven't said mental health and we haven't gone to those mindful runs which mm-hmm. we will get to but but we're talking about it and that's we're talking about something that really supports you both it, it's built this community it, it makes you feel good and and that's mental health mm-hmm. too so that's what I want to be remembered for yeah. these these conversations um so thank you for for being a part of this with me right now it feels feels really good <laughs> thanks, um so I'd love to yeah, I'd love to talk um, a little bit more about these runs um, um, that you did for Brianna that you um, did for the Chinatown Solidarity Run. Um, you did that last weekend, right? It was it was recent. Yeah, well, actually, so we did our um, we were tapped by a former member of the crew, um, Victoria, mm-hmm. who's, who's in New York, um, who started mm-hmm. Chinatown Runners. Um, and she tapped us as the Boston affiliate. Um, or Chinatown runners. Um, and we, um, we had our first Chinatown run on March 14th, Leander, is that right? Um, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, which was um, approximately uh, three or four days before the murders in Atlanta, um, which included um, six Asian women. Um, and um, so we, there were runs all over the country that weekend. Um, and we, mm-hmm. um, had a beautiful run. Leandrew mapped us through kind of like Back Bay, Beacon Hill. And we, we ended in Chinatown um, and at this beautiful mm-hmm. piece of art, public art. Um, and then at the Chinatown gate. And it was, um, it was really a beautiful afternoon. We had a really nice crowd of probably about 45, 50 people. Um, we had some music. We had a lot of cheering. That's a big thing about unnamed is like, Everyone gets cheered on. Nobody gets left behind, truly. And um, Mm. it was a very, like, rowdy, raucous, fun ride and run until we got to this public art, which is right at the kind of cusp of Chinatown. And then everyone got kind of not somber, but quiet. Um, And I think we all just, Mm -hmm. like, felt the power of showing up physically in spaces where um, maybe people don't go or don't feel comfortable going. And um, obviously then a, a few days later, we, we saw these horrific uh, overt acts uh, of violence again um, come into the, the center. Mm-hmm. And it was just a reminder that like, we just have to keep showing up. We have to keep, um, keep each other safe. The only way we're gonna be safe is if we um, were in solidarity with one another. And so our next run is mm-hmm. April 18th. So if you're in Boston and you're interested in running with us, mm-hmm. um, any pace, you can come on your bike and ride with me, um, but um, mm. it, it, we will be doing it again every month um, in conjunction with Chinatown Runners. Yes, um, so, so important. And I love the 
the theme and of showing up. Um, and that's so often the hardest thing to do is, you know, running and, and getting there. Um, but when you're in that kind of community and you're not alone, it's, it's that much easier. Um, and, I, and I love that these are monthly runs. I'd love to hear too, like, what is next? Um, I know you are putting together these runs. Um, you have some plans for 2021. I'd love to hear too from Leandro, like what is next for y'all? So we won't say too much. <laughs> right, we won't yes. Say too much, but we do have a few things coming down the pipe. Um, for more information, you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> under the name Unnamed Run Crew. Yes. Okay, perfect. We'll stay tuned then. I think we can talk about the rides, right? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about the rides. Um, tell me, tell so me more. We yeah. Are, we are looking to do a third installment of our Ride for Brianna series. Um, that will be uh, midsummer. Um, we will give you guys some more information in a little bit. Um, just trying to, uh, we're just trying to feel out, um, the rollout for vaccines. Uh, we're definitely mm -hmm. keeping, um, COVID fresh in our minds as much as we'd like to pretend that it, it is over. Um, we, <laughs> we still want right. to make sure that everyone is safe. So, um, We'll uh, release some information um, soon enough. Yeah. Well, oh, thank you. And and on that topic too, I'm wondering um, how COVID made us all pivot. It made us all, you know, revisit what's really important, and it had us all slowing down. What did the pandemic kind of do to like your running like did did the crew have to stop for a little um i see y'all wearing your masks and you're outdoors but i'm wondering how y'all pivoted with uh, that so too. there was a uh, a brief period of the crew uh meeting uh via zoom so we were having uh okay, cool. we we're having weekly sessions via zoom just to check in with folks mm -hmm. and see how they're doing if they wanted to run if they wanted mm -hmm. to cycle indoors if they wanted yoga mm -hmm. just to make sure that uh the the family was uh well taken care of but um yeah we resumed we resumed uh meeting up um i want to say july july august right and it's mm -hmm. just been slower numbers and um you know it's mm -hmm. it's just the it's just the the way of the world and um, as people feel more and more comfortable, um, they'll, they'll start mm -hmm. coming back. Um, yeah. just this past Tuesday, um, it was, it was kind of like a, a blast from the past. A lot of folks that have been in hibernation, maybe <laughs> it was too cold yes. for them or mm -hmm. COVID, uh, mm -hmm. related starting to peak out. It's like, oh, it's, it's spring. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what it's like when the sun <laughs> is out past 5 30 what a Much beautiful better. thing <laughs> but yeah we're we're, right? we're pretty hopeful well, for the summer um the summer always brings mm -hmm. out a uh a different crowd and uh just excited for some mm. longer runs and uh the programming that we have in store we well, should talk about the mind mindful runs yes. too yeah yes that was actually cool. my Let's next talk about it. great segue amelia <laughs> 
like who's, who's I know doing the interview it. here um, <laughs> I know Amelia <laughs> right, your show. So... She, insp- she inspires me I love it <laughs> so yes tell me more tell us more about these mindful runs what they look like and I'd love to hear from both of you what yeah. running and mental health means so, to you I feel that running is meditation simply put there's a true intersect between running and mindfulness. So Mm -hmm. I feel that running for me is a way for me to have a a mental check-in. It's like a self-diagnosis, if you will. Um, Mm. I think about how I'm feeling. I think about what my body is telling me. I... I, I truly remove distraction and I listen to my body. Um, the idea behind the mindful run is when we slow down, we're more aware. When we remove distraction, we're able to just focus on the one thing that we're trying to focus on. So the challenge is to remove watches, not worrying about the Garmin, not mm. worrying about music not worrying about a destination and just going by feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it the mm-hmm. the check-in when I give the runners mm-hmm. this, this prompt. It's like, how am I feeling? How am I feeling before I even enter the uh, space with the group? How am I feeling before this run? Mm-hmm. Like what was going on uh, throughout the day? What intentions am I trying to set? Mm-hmm. Now, when mm-hmm. we're in the run, we're looking at what was the thing that was uh, in the back of my head that made me almost not want to come? What is the thing that I'm trying to let go of? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are mm-hmm. what are the things that I'm grateful for? I usually say, give me three things you're grateful for right now. Let's mm-hmm. look at the focus. Like, what are you looking to get from this run? Because I feel like there's a lesson with it within every run so it's like what what are the what are the things that you want to focus on um and then from there i think it's a healthy practice to notate the stuff and then you're able to see all right well this day i wasn't feeling great i came in Mm -hmm. i interacted with the group I set out the intention to run three miles, but I was able to get over the hump and then I ended up doing six. So we're basically setting up a blueprint for future runs and like future practice. So um, we've been really leaning into it. Um, The crew has really been enjoying it. And um, it's something that we're going to as we go into our spring and summer programming, that's a little bit more like labor intensive, doing hill intervals and doing mm-hmm. track workouts, mm-hmm. we're still going to keep that mindful piece attached, but maybe like mm-hmm. take a break from the actual mindful run, if you will. It will be embedded mm-hmm. in the programming already. Yeah. And you're making runs um and your runners and yourself more aware you're asking questions and you're not just mindlessly (laughs) running you're you're really 
um, present in it. And that can be really hard though. Like when you're running and it's, it's difficult, it's hard to stay present and with it. I'm, I'm wondering like, how do you do that? And, and same with you, Amelia, how, how do you stay present without the music um, and, and answering those, those awesome questions? That you <sighs> have to yeah. Um, I was just <laughs> yesterday I was uh, on, I was facilitating a session, co-facilitating a session about um, mental health and medical racism. <laughs> so this is like front of my mind right now. It's like mm. how, how do we think about mm. mental health practices as, as physical health practice? And how do we think about the barriers and the things that prevent us from accessing um, physical health and mental health? Um, and how are those things linked? And so I'm just swirling around all those mm -hmm. things. Um, but I think for <laughs> me, um, like I said before, like, you know, I, I tend to get some good ideas and get some clarity while I'm running. Um, and I'll say that running um, started mm -hmm. as an escape for me um, from um, a a person I lived with in a relationship I was in that I wanted to get out of the house um, for a length of time. And that was sort of mm. how it started um, because I didn't have enough money to join the gym at that time. And so um, I started running and um, it wasn't always a healthy like relationship with running, but I think um, particularly Andrew has helped me redefine my relationship with running so that it's mine. And that time is mine um, and it's mine to just work out in my head, whatever's going on um, and, mm -hmm. and literally just look around me for a minute. Um, I'm also one that's just constantly in my phone and mm -hmm. constantly on a screen and I'm forced to not do that um, for, you know, 15, 30 minutes, however long mm -hmm. I'm running for. Um, I don't, I'm not a great mm -hmm. meditator as it were. Um, Sitting still is not my jam. Mm. So again, just to Leandra's point, like running as meditation for me, it is the time when I'm most in touch with my mind um, and most in touch with how I'm feeling also and can access that, the kind of tougher stuff that I might avoid at other times. Mm -hmm. Which is so important. And you both beautifully said it, that running is meditation. And so I, I am a big meditator, but I am also a big advocate for making meditation more accessible, um, more inclusive, that it doesn't have to look one way. Um, meditation is not always sitting and just breathing. Um, and I and I love that you both see running um, as a meditation too. I am working <laughs> on those running meditations. Let's go. So, um, stay tuned, stay tuned. I've been doing some walking meditations mm -hmm. for inspiration. Um, yeah, because it's really cool to put an activity with a meditation. It's it's really been a fun, creative challenge for me. So I'm, I'm excited, excited to share that. with y'all soon. That's what I've been wanting. <laughs> yes. Um, and I really do appreciate that um, part of your mission is inclusivity of all paces. I, I shared with y'all before, I haven't run in a while, but it's going to be a goal of mine soon. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how we can get involved. Um, when do you run? So we're getting we you, you to show up next week, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. All right. <laughs> you reluctantly, <laughs> but okay. Uh, so we meet we, we meet weekly <laughs> on Tuesdays at uh, six thirty. Oh. 
Um, our home base okay. is uh, Laced, uh, Laced Boston in the Copley Mall. But during the uh, warmer months, we usually meet outside um, on the side of Copley Mall facing uh, Southwest Corridor right across from uh, Back Bay Station. Mm -hmm. And then Sundays, we meet at every other Sunday at 9 a.m. at the same location. Okay. Wonderful. I just got to just gotta do Dust that. off those <laughs> shoes. Let's go. <laughs> Dust off those shoes. Been doing lots of <laughs> yoga, but... <laughs> um thank you both so much for taking this time to chat it's been really wonderful to one reconnect amelia and and continue to get to know you landrew um i have one last question for you both and it's what i was talking about before it's the same question that i've asked all my guests since i started this mid-pandemic what inspires you both to be even more than okay um I talk a lot about um, self-care, but I think, you know, self-care has unfortunately been kind of taken over by capitalism and Instagram influencers. But when I talk about self-care, what I mean is that because I want to do good in the world and because I want to have a positive impact on folks around me, I have to be more than okay, right? I have to put my mask on before I put the mask on someone else. Um, which is the airport metaphor, mm. uh, airport metaphor that, that I learned in social work school, <laughs> right? Um, that they were like, you are not going to be mm. able to be effective advocate for folks that you're working with if you're not okay. Um, and so that is, that's, mm. that's, that's why, that's why I, I have to be okay to be an effective change agent in the world around me. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, beautifully said. Thank you. Ah, oh, Amelia, you crushed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what inspires me to be even more okay than, even more than okay? Um, yes. <laughs> I think uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna revert to me being a mama's mm -hmm. boy. Yeah, I I just I just want to make mama proud. <laughs> um, like. I just want to continue doing uh, great things, and I <laughs> automatically I think of this. I want to be my ancestors' wet dream. Mm -hmm. Period. Period. Okay. I just want to continue mm -hmm. being a agent of change and just mm -hmm. switching up the narrative. Yes. Yes. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes powerful let's end it right there like that um was just such a great way to, to wrap up this conversation and I, I just want to express even more gratitude for you both for for taking this time and and thank for doing you, good work so thank you thank you very much Adam <laughs> thank you for listening to the okay days like what you heard? Rate, review, and click to subscribe. Share with your friends so we can continue to find ways to talk about mental health. And for more, follow The OK Days or learn more at theokdays.com. Music by Keon Music. I'm your host, Eden, and I'll see you soon.